Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Okay, so uh, today is uh, January 14th. is the day before Martin Luther King's birthday. It's 8.32 p.m. Me and Katie are going to go and continue with the uh, top 20 differences between men and women and whatever else pops up in the meantime. So um, so uh, I want to check in with you to see, you know, how – um, things have gone since the last time we we you know went through um, the previous um, differences. We're we're starting off with today at uh, difference number eight, and uh, I just wanted to see if you know what you got out of it, what you remember, uh, what you don't remember, whatever is there. You know, checking in. Um, so I had um, I had dinner with my ex. Okay. And there's a conversation of I forget which which one it actually falls under. Communicators and men are doers. Oh, so okay. women are communicators and men are doers, I think. And yeah, then yeah. problem oriented and men are solution oriented. So yeah. this past year when I was away in Switzerland for work, he had um spent his time putting uh some shelves up in the closet. Um, putting some, you know, he was, you know, doing stuff around the house. And I told him, you know, when I got back, that all stopped. And he said, well, I had done everything that, you know, I thought that we needed. I said, I said, but you never asked, you know, if there was anything else that we needed. Mm. And in that, I also... um what is it? What else was it? Um, well, women are problem oriented and men are solution oriented where I didn't, you know, provide him, I didn't communicate and I also didn't provide him the problems, you know, so our little storage room could have used shelving and, you know, some sort of organizational things. And I, I, I started listing off a few things and he's like, Oh yeah, I didn't really think about that. <laughs> if I, in my head, I laugh a little bit because I was like, that's so funny because of the problem and the problem oriented and the communication oriented and he was the doer and yeah, it, it was funny. Um, but then something that also came to me this week. So although we did have, we had dinner on Wednesday. Um, so this past week I really tried to, so it was my first week back to work and I really tried to make, my, um, I tried to make things, you know, not not busy. Like I, one of the things I wanted to work on this year is just doing stuff for me, um, and just doing more stuff for me so that I can be present for everybody else. So basically, yeah. you know, I signed up for I did yoga sessions uh, three times in the morning before work. 
Um, I did a workout in the after work, and then, um, and, and that's that's the that's the kind of me time that I need so that I can get stress out, you know, get the get the endorphins going and everything. Um, and just you know, throughout the week, and I, I was just, I, I'm I've, I've scheduled things out a lot more, but I came to the realization, and I don't know if it was yesterday or if it was even today. But I started, ha- like, coming to the realization and or feeling that my life is better without the relationship in it. Mm. Got it. Like, I, everything's, and, 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 and I, I could be going into it too much where is it because I'm just, on my own doing my own thing but no because even when we hang out I still become make myself available even though maybe I wanted to work out that night or something um I get my life is working right now and it's working I think better because I'm not in the relationship with him yeah gotcha okay Got it. That's where I am. Well, that uh, is is um, uh, enlightening, f- you know, for you especially because you need to know what's working best for you. What 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 you need to work, you know, what you need, you know, for your life to work best. You need to know that. And so, right. Um, maybe what you do after each one of these sessions is you go back to your should I stay or should I go exercise? Mm-hmm. And then and I, get it further, you know? Yeah. And I did the um, ideal relationship exercise. Yes. Um, and some of the stuff, like, you know, okay, so I'll just go down my list. So the experiences with each other are experience with each other, and I put affectionate but tasteful so i'm not a huge pda person um but i do you know i like to handhold a hug or um you know just just tasteful i hate when people are all over each other in public um so and that was something that we did have but then i think the remaining is something that really just didn't well and supportive in careers um that did exist but the other things that I find important, so involved in each other's families, involved involved with each other's lives, um, sharing home responsibilities, um, teamwork, and balance. I think all those things were not really in existence or we weren't on the same page with those things. Um, the quality of character, I have reliable, trustworthy, integrity with word and supportive. Um, and then goals you achieve together. So the first thing I just put on there was just the power couple. And then I have success and passion in relationships, success and passion in career, balance in work and life and relationships, um, and stable finances. But okay. what I, I think what I, a lot of what I took from that exercises that I really I, I'm looking 
very much for teamwork and balance within a relationship um, and just success and support with each other. Okay. Okay, so let those be your uh, guideposts Mm -hmm. for whether the relationship is working or not. Right. It's it seems to me that, you know, for the first time you're really looking at not just your partner but the actual relationship itself. Right. And um that's good because it usually we don't get it. We either have a great relationship or not, but mm-hmm. we base we base it on uh our our feelings about our partner and how we love our partner or not. Right. You know, what our partner it, does and doesn't do, yeah. Yeah, it's not the fact that I do or do not love him. It's we just aren't compatible. Right. There's a level of operations. You know, if you had a business and the operations wasn't working, your business would be having a hard time even if he was making a lot of money. Right. Even if you had a good reputation and and, and everybody loved your business, but mm-hmm. you had such internal strife, it was hard to relax or chillax or whatever. Right. That the, you know, the operations, you'd have to make adjustments to the operations. You might have to get rid of half of your staff or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but the, the the business side, the operations side of your relationship, you know, isn't working, in a, in a, and it affects everything else enough that you can't really enjoy the relationship. Right. And you can't really enjoy your partner fully. Mm-hmm. And if people, if more people knew this, they would, uh, there'd be a lot less uh, divorce. There'd be a lot less, you know, breakups, stress, cheating. You know, there'd just be so much less disruption because people mm-hmm. would recognize that, listen, even though I love you and you love me and, 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 and we find each other adorable, mm-hmm. it's hard to live together coexist Mm -hmm. so you're hashing that out even though it's extremely difficult for you to do it right you know and I acknowledge you for putting in effort and being willing to thank you yeah and um, and not resisting I mean you know I mean I have been resisting and I felt the resistance like it was like I felt completely torn, and and not to say that I don't I don't feel torn now, um, but but, see, but there's a difference between feeling torn and, and resisting. Right. See, see, feeling torn is that I can't make a decision here, and I you know I don't want that, but I do want that. But how do I have? And so you're back and forth. But that's not the same thing as no, I don't believe it. Oh, okay, I see you're saying. Yeah, resistance is, nah, I'm not down with that, or I don't believe that, or prove it to me, yeah. or, you know? Yeah, I'm not going to do the exercise, or, like, yeah. Yeah, it's not resistance. It's it's being torn, conflicting, Yeah. but you're sorting yourself out, and you're doing an authentic job about it, you know what I mean? You're giving your best to it, because you ain't never been here before. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Yeah. 
Yeah, and by the way, you want to keep that distinction between being torn and being resisted. Um, uh, as you go through your team management leadership program, because uh, you're going to be coaching from now until the end of your second year. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. You'll coach in access to power, then you'll coach power to create, then, you know, you'll be coaching, you know, people when they when you get to team two, when you're on, uh, when you get to team two and they're on team one, and you'll be mm-hmm. coaching, you know, you'll be coaching uh, the when you're in your fourth quarter, you'll be coaching the, the incomings, you know. <laughs> yeah. You'll be going through two years of that. So, so um, almost nobody knows the distinction between resistance and conflict, you know, being torn. So yeah. I don't want you to have that. That's a, you're, you're ahead of the game with just that one alone. <laughs> All right? Yeah, thank you. Cool. All right, so that was awesome. You've been putting in the work. Love it. Trying, trying to live an extraordinary life. <laughs> yeah, I got your commitment. Like I really, really got your commitment. Um, can I ask what within one of our, I think our first calls, I think it was the five, five. I forget what it was. Five highest but, aspirations for being in a relationship, or was the five love languages? I think both, actually. I'm thinking... All right, let's do both. Let's talk about both. How about that? Okay. So, um, the number one thing that couples need to know about themselves and each other in order for the relationship to work, if you just get this right and you get almost nothing else right, it's still going to work, about 90% mm-hmm. of the time which is you got to know what your highest aspiration for being in a relationship. So there's five. There is okay. making it there's making a difference together. There is uh being parents and family members together. There is a life of uh adventure together. There is uh spiritual or religious pursuits together. And there is uh, being content together, where we don't care what we're doing as long as our bills are paid, nobody's bothering us, we could sleep, you know, tight. Kind of like, remember our All in the Family? Uh, I forget the guy's name, man. Uh, uh, the old cranky guy used to call his, uh, <laughs> his, steps, his stepson Meathead. Was it, yeah. Was it? Right, 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 right. Uh-huh. That, fam- that family, the husband and the wife, they were about being content. They didn't mm-hmm. give a crap about nothing. As long as they had, you know, the money and, and, and the bills were paid, they could sit and watch TV and beat up on Meathead. As long as they was doing that, they was happy. That was contentment. Um, right. Uh, let me see here. Uh, uh, the, the Bill Cosby show, the Cosby show, they was about family. Mm-hmm. Parenthood. Like, straight up parenthood. <laughs> I remember one time <laughs> it was uh, the beginning of the season, and uh, it was also beginning of the school year. And uh, after they spent the whole episode um, uh, getting the kids out the house for the first time in the year, um, everybody had their own little issue they had to deal with and straighten them out and all of that stuff, right? And then mm-hmm. finally, Cliff and Claire sit down at the uh, on the sofa, and Claire she reaches over and 
puts her head on his shoulder and holds his hand. He said, don't be doing that. That's how we got all these kids in the first place. That's how they ended the episode. I never forgot that. I freaking love that one. <laughs> she laughed because she, she had to laugh like, yeah, well, you're right, but okay. <laughs> oh, man, that was great. That's cute, too, though. <laughs> You know, um, in spite of everything. I mean, the fact that she was able to hang in there, in spite of the fact that he got arrested 30 times, mm-hmm. in spite of the fact that the uh, FBI was, was telling on him being cheating, and, and he even admitted it apparently to her, and she still was like, but yeah, we got to be together because this is the deal. And, and like, for her to understand that, it was all about making a difference. It was way bigger. The, the relationship and what there was about was bigger than either one of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you could say the same thing for Mahatma Gandhi. He couldn't have done it with his without his wife. I mean, he might have been able to do it as a solo artist, but he certainly not just anybody could have been his wife, and that still worked. You know what I mean? She had to stand yeah. there and watch him, watch him starve. Come on, you mm-hmm. know. So, um, you know, Bill Gates and his wife. You know, they're doing what they're doing in the world of entrepreneurship and, and making a difference through business, you know? Yeah. So so when couples are that close together, then amazing things happen. They say behind a, every great man is a great woman. Yeah. And this is another way of saying it. Mm-hmm. And it ain't, you know, because sometimes there's a great man behind a great woman. I mean, that, I right. would say the same thing for, for Oprah Winfrey, you know? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steadman ain't out in front of nothing. <laughs> so, but um, so yeah. So you got to know what your highest aspiration for being in a relationship is. Yeah. And then find somebody who wants the same kind of life. They may not want to do it. They may not be able to do it the same way. Right. But they, but they want the same result more or less, or you, they can align with you on it so well that it's as if you guys want the same thing. Yeah, I think the one that stands out to me the most is making a difference together. Yeah, well, uh, I would have mm-hmm. that would have been my first guess anyhow for a couple of reasons. Um, What's that? <laughs> one, one is because anybody that can stay around landmark. You're breaking up. Hold on. Hello? Hello? Okay, I hear you again. Wait, are you there? I am. I am. Hello. Okay. I think you're back. And I lost you again, I think. Okay. It's just breaking up. Hello? Oh, it's getting better. Any better? Oh, oh, that, yep. Oh. Okay, good, good, good. I don't know what's happening. Okay. I'm, staying, I'm staying still. I'm standing still. What the hell? I'm sitting. Yeah, me um, too. I'm... It's weird. All right, so the, so, the number, so the first thing is anybody that can stay around Landmark more beyond uh, um, the advanced course, 
is about making a difference. If they creating, I mean, if they complete the curriculum for living, they do the communication course, they're about making a difference. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. The first thing. Second thing is, what else would a power couple be doing besides making a difference? Truth, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I lost you again. I don't know what's happening. Okay. Um, I'm walking. You there? Hello? Hello? Um, oh, Katie? I hear you. I hear you. Okay. Maybe I should take my headphones off and put you on speaker for now. So I don't know oh, okay. Know. All right. So, anyhow, um, yeah, so the question is, what kind of what kind of power couple do you want to be? What's the where's the power going to be at? You know, right? Yeah. Like what what's the power for? <laughs> See, being a famous couple is cute and everything, but you need to be doing something. So, right. Question: The question is, what do you want to be doing? What do you? So, one way you can look at it is like this: um, If you had a genie. And you was rubbing the genie bottle, mm-hmm. and the genie comes out and says, "You got three wishes. Um, the first wish should be that you want another hundred wishes. That should be your first wish." Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but your second wish should be something that is so outrageous that, and that you'd be proud of that it's, it doesn't even have to be possible. Like, for example, you could be like. <laughs> Cure for cancer. Cure for cancer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. That's cool. You know, I was thinking about something more outrageous, like, you know, you're 20 feet tall and you've got, you know, 16 arms and you can mm-hmm. climb a mountain, you know, in a day, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something that's, like, impossible to do, but still, you know, like, you want to think that far outside the box. Like, you know, you can live to be a 1,000 years old. Something so mm-hmm. outrageous. You know what I mean? Like beyond what's what what we think is possible, so that you can start really looking at what could be possible inside of that. You know, right. I mean, you know, for me, uh, having a world of lasting world peace, creating lasting world peace, permanent world peace, mm-hmm. that is unthinkable right now. I mean, it's thinkable. Yeah. It seems to be completely undoable. Like, nah, that ain't happening. We ain't capable of it. It seems, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's the kind of outrageous power couple perspective that you would I would recommend that you're looking at, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, if I'm talk, if I'm listening to a woman who sounds like she's about something resembling lasting world peace and she's about doing it through through up up you know, enhancing, uplifting, empowering, evolving the public then, uh, you know, I'm already interested in her before even though she's cute or not, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you really need to design what your relationship looks like, not so much your partner, even though you do want to know what your partner's going to look like too. Yeah. You know, and what I mean by look like, I mean character, qualities, you know, combinations, you know, partnershiping together. Mm-hmm. Um 
So when you see or hear them, you're like, oh. you know, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, what the heck do they call that? Um, you know, it's, um, what is it when, uh, oh, uh, when you, uh, um, you know, you see something that, you know, you've seen before, but you didn't see it before. How do you call deja it? Vu? Deja vu. Yeah, yeah. You meet your partner and it's just like deja vu, even mm-hmm. though you never before. <clears throat> you know, I've had a couple of those moments. And, um, you know, those moments have stuck stuck with me forever. Um, my first my first uh, girlfriend, my high school sweetheart, I knew after 45 minutes of talking to her, she was going to be my girlfriend. Right. And, and uh, you know, we was together for four and a half years. Until um, she saw something that she was like, ah, nah, I can't do that one, whatever it was she saw about me. Yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, and even though I broke up with her, I knew always why I did it because I knew she was going to break up with me, and I couldn't bear to let her do it. I was like, I got to right. go first. Do this first, mm-hmm. but still uh, bothered me for nineteen years, <laughs> longer. Yeah, really. right. Yeah. So um, you got to know what your ideal relationship looks like. What your ideal outcome? You're laying on your bed. You're ninety years old, and you're thinking about the biggest thing you ever accomplished with your partner. What is it? That's the thing you want to look for. Make sense? Right. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So you're fairly clear, but, um, you know, one of the things you could ask yourself and look for the answer to is, um, what's the sacred oath? You should write this one down. <laughs> um, you probably taking notes already anyhow, huh? Yep. Yep. Uh, how come I'm not surprised? All right. Uh, <laughs> and they're color coordinated too. So. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. You're so orange. Question, okay. Okay. Cool. So the question you should ask yourself is, what's the sacred oath you made with yourself before you was born? What's the sacred oath you made with yourself before you were born, and what are you doing about it? Got it. Yeah. And, you know, just for some extra support, uh, uh, what's calling you? What is calling you? Those answers will help you to see exactly what your life is about. And then you can start really being responsible for being with somebody whose life is is the same calling as yours. They're likely to to have the exact skill sets that you don't have in order to help you fulfill on this thing that y'all both were born to do. Mhm. You know. So. And apparently, your partner, your ex, or ongoing, or you know, you're—I'm not sure what he is. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not—it's it's not these things we're talking about. Right. As much as you love and adore and attracted to him, he ain't these things. 
So. You you got a situation. Indeed. Yeah. And then, um, what were the love languages? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they were. They are, uh, in no particular order. Uh, touch. Um, which could be physical display, you know, public displays of affection, but really more. Uh, Touch as in, I love you, I can't resist you, touch, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, then there is uh, words of affirmation. Uh, they could be, you know, you, thank you for listening to me, or it could be I, I love and adore you, or you're the best, or uh, you're just talking just to have fun, cracking jokes, but communication. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Third is um, acts of service. You know, I'll put up cabinets in your in shelves in your closet and, you know, drive you to work and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Right? And, 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 and each one of these is the person who has that particular love language, they also need that one back. They need to receive that. Mm-hmm. So uh, fourth is uh, gifts. So, you know, often it's money, um, but it's also you know, physical things, you know. Right. Uh, so it could be, you know. Gift of rewards almost. Right, 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 right. Yeah, re- re- rewarding could be an expression of it. Right. Um, so, you know, it could be connections, um, you know, networking, uh, getting somebody a job. But, you know, often it's about money and resources. Um, you know, and then the fifth is time spent or quality time, actually. So quality time looks like, um, it looks like, uh, you are, you don't have to actually be doing anything as long as you're in the same space together. Mm -hmm. Usually it's like alone time, like. You need to spend time with me. I don't need you to do anything, but you should be here somewhere here yeah. near me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those are the five love languages. And usually um, people have their top two. And then they got a third one, which they're okay with. And then the, the fourth and the fifth one, they don't even notice or care about, you know. Like mm-hmm. my last, my fifth one is gifts. Uh, yeah. So, like, the gift is like, oh, that's very nice. Okay, good. And then I keep it moving because it's like, oh. Um, and sometimes, you know, it's important because, like, I can use it from a, you know, gratitude or a uh, uh, scarcity mindset perspective. But other than that, it's like, oh, that was really nice. And then uh, and then let's talk some more, you know. <laughs> yeah. So um, um, time spent is cute and everything, but uh, if, if, if time spent doesn't include words of affirmation, then, you know, it's like, all right, you know, it was, that was okay, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, for me, it's words of affirmation first, touch second, uh, um, acts of service third. So I'll do stuff for people because I know how important it is for people to do it, so I'll do it out of service. Um, but it's not that important for me, you know. Right. Um, I'm not that much of a – I'm not that much of a doer. I don't need to be around a doer per se. I know stuff needs to get done, 
but that's just not my love language. You know, I need to be able to communicate, and then uh, after we do that, then we need to go and get no, get no, get to know each other in a biblical sense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but uh, that's that's just me. So those are the five love languages and the five highest aspirations for being in a relationship. And knowing those things will make a relationship tremendous. As a matter of fact, so the first biggest thing is knowing your highest aspiration for being in a relationship. And often it's the same as your highest aspiration for being alive, but not necessarily the same thing. Okay. So, you know, probably for you making a difference, whether you're with somebody or not, is equally important. Saying, I know that's the truth for me, right? But, um, right. but, but, so using the Cosby Show again as an example, they, um, their highest aspiration for being in a relationship was to be parents and family members. But um, as uh, a um, individuals, you know, he loved being a doctor. He was that was like uh, his highest aspiration was to, was to be a doctor, give birth, take care of families that way. Yeah, and and she was a lawyer and and a, and a beast of a lawyer on top of it, and proud to do that. And they didn't need to blend their lives together in any way, shape, or form in that area. And when they came home, mm-hmm. it was all the family. So they had slightly different uh, aspirations for their life than they had for being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, the relationship was actually bigger for them, but they still needed to have their alone time. They needed to have their opportunities and experience success and like that, you know. Right. So, um, but now, if you have the same highest aspiration for being in a relationship together and you got the same love languages, it's going to seem like y'all are perfect together. Yeah. Because you're going to be talking the same language and you're going to be doing the same thing together. And so what you'll be doing is your favorite things with your favorite person in your favorite places for the rest of your life, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's that's mm-hmm. the goal. And then the trick is to be able to identify somebody, identify the right person for you, um, learn how to blend your life together, and a few other things. But you have those two things in order, you're like 99% there. Okay. All right, let's say 95%. Yeah. <laughs> but still, you're like almost there, you know, like almost completely there. So next question is, you know, how mature are they and how uh, well are you guys at, at uh, blending your lives together, escalating, you know, evolving, growing together, you know, things of that nature. So, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, those, those two things, that's almost all of it. All right. All right. So, um, I mean, I can still go into the number eight, nine, and ten with the uh, differences if you want to go, unless you complete for now. You know, it's up to you. Um, I think I'm complete for now. Honestly, if yes. uh, we want to go into those on um, on our next call. Okay. 
<laughs> All right, that 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 works for me because uh, I don't want to overload you. Um, right. And I, I, I want to work your agenda rather than mine. So, because um, it's more important that I take care of you than to give you what I think you're supposed to get. Because, um, you know, this is your game and this is what you need. And 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 I'm glad that I'm supporting you around being clear and all the things you need. So, yeah, this is uh, what you need. Then. And this is this is super powerful, by the way. So yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to. We don't need to. We don't mind. I don't mind blowing your brain up and out, but, <laughs> but not completely destroyed. <laughs> I, still, I still need. Yeah, I need it to still be attached. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, anything you want to say uh, in completion here? Um, Anything? Uh, uh, no, just thank you. <laughs> okay. What are you walking away with? That's what I want to know. What am I walking away with? Um, I think a, a little bit more clarity in what I came in with. Um, just because in having to, having done the exercise with the ideal relationship and just really seeing that we're not on the same page in relationship and that. So, uh, some of the stuff that you that's on, that I have on here, you know, it's stuff that you could work on, yeah. but it's not something that would wouldn't feel natural. Like we would always be working on doing that, right. um, and it wouldn't, and it, it would often come at a cost or an expense of one or the other, and so therefore you lose the teamwork and balance that I'm looking for. Yeah. Got it. Excellent. Love it. You know, and, and based on what you just got finished saying, this is the reason why I was like, you know, giving you a program was not going to be good enough because yeah. I, I need to be able to float in as many different directions as you need me to. And, um, right. you know, your challenges was way more than like one topic or two topics. Um, so I like that we're like dancing in between, you know, uh, the, the differences to, you know, the, uh, what works about relationships to whatever else is next to questions right. to you know, dancing like rather around. Rather than forcing a, pro- forcing a program, we're kind of working in real time with right. what's going on. I agree. Right, right, right. So this is, uh, um, this is awesome. So, um, uh, I just got to remind myself when I listen to this session uh, another time that, uh, yeah, we was going to do uh, the uh, top 20 differences, but we ain't do it in this session. So, <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It's all good. So, yeah. so um, you want to do uh Tuesday, uh regular time Tuesday? So I will get back to you on that. I might have a landmark thing. Okay. Um, But... I'm Tuesday. thinking probably not, but we'll we'll keep Tuesday unless I tell you unless I reach out otherwise. All right. Um, okay. Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, um, let's let's look at either Wednesday. Let's look at Wednesday. Thursday doesn't work, but um, let's look at Wednesday. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So but Wednesday, talk- I have to go to Landmark. <laughs> it's for my my self um, program. All right. So we'll we'll work it out. Don't worry about it. Let's yeah. Let's let's say Tuesday, mm-hmm. normal time, 
and and then I'll I'll let you know if anything changes. Excellent. All right. All right. Yes, ma'am. Have a good night. It was awesome talking with you. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye. All right, bye. <laughs> Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.